0: well the lord instructs us through the apostle paul to eat the bread and drink the cup when we come together as a means of remembering jesus and his death for his beloved sinners Um, so don't don't ever forget jesus Um, if you are a believer tonight i especially want to say to you don't ever forget his death for you don't ever move on away from His substitutionary death for you. Every single spiritual blessing you have, and there are many, but every single blessing you have is given to you because Jesus died for you. And so we're told in verse 26, as we read earlier, for as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until... He comes we we proclaim the lord's death until he comes so what is it about the lord's death that makes it so very important what why did jesus die well there are three reasons one god is holy he is pure and righteous there is no sin in god he alone dwells in Moral perfection, righteous through and through. And number two, though you and I are created in God's image and likeness, our sin separates us from God. No sin or sinner can ever be in the presence of God. We, we in fact, deserve His just judgment because of our sin. And then number three, we know that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin um, in the Old Testament it was the blood of bulls and goats that reminded people again and again of their sin but the blood of bulls and goats when we come into the New Testament we realize the blood of bulls and goats did not take away sin Jesus however being fully God became a man like us but different from us because in him is no sin. And so Jesus died. He shed his blood. And he did that to bring us back to God. There, there's no other way to be restored to God except through the death of Jesus. That's why he chose to die. He, he didn't have to die. He chose to die. It demonstrated God's amazing love for sinners. It demonstrated the the beauty and the worth of God's character and glory. And so it's no wonder that we are instructed to proclaim the death of Jesus until He comes. So the the death of Jesus gives us hope. Um, but when you look at verse 26 carefully, you see not only the importance of proclaiming the death of Jesus, you also see that we are to make known the death of Jesus until He comes. So between now and when Jesus returns, we are to preach the death of Christ to ourselves and to the entire world. We are to make the death of Jesus known to all people. So don't miss that, in the context of Jesus dying, don't miss that we're told He's coming again. That means He is no longer dead he has been raised from the dead and we're going to talk about that in a moment but first i want you to know that you have hope because jesus is coming again Uh, when we say he is coming again you might ask well where where is he now and we'll talk about that too in a minute but first what what is going to happen for the believer when jesus comes again Um, And there are many things, many beautiful and glorious things that will happen when Jesus comes. Ultimately, we will be with the Lord forever. He will take us to be with Him. That's what we're looking forward to. He'll take us to be with Him on the new heavens and the new earth forever. We we will be given a, a glorified body. Death will be no more. Sickness and disease and suffering will be no more. There will be... No tears. Um, The presence of evil will be gone forever. We will not be tempted by the world or our own sinful flesh or the evil one. We will be made whole again. There will be no fear, no divisions, no fighting, no sorrow. We will experience peace fully. Our fellowship with God, our fellowship with one another will be undisturbed by sin we we won't be distracted by the things of the world we will enjoy god fully and we'll dwell in god's presence on the new earth that is fully restored and and we're told that all things will be made new all things will be as they should be in god's holy presence that's a lot of good news for The believer. Now, the other side of this is what what will happen to the unbeliever when Jesus comes. If if you reject the gospel in this lifetime, sadly, you will suffer the just wrath of God forever, uh, away from the glorious presence of God, and in the lake of fire forever. Um, If you don't want Jesus in this lifetime, you won't be with Jesus for eternity, and that there's a, a grave price to pay for that. And So I would implore you today to put your faith in Jesus today, to repent of your sin today, and to believe the gospel, the good news that proclaims the death of Jesus to take away our sin and to restore you to God, and you will have hope because Jesus died and he is coming again. And even though we proclaim... The Lord's death until he comes again. The fact that he is coming again also tells us that you have hope because Jesus is alive. He is no longer dead. If Jesus was still in the grave, you would have no hope. But on the third day, Jesus was raised from the dead. Jesus proved that fact by appearing bodily to many, many disciples before he ascended up into heaven Um, today the tomb that jesus once laid in is empty and the resurrection of jesus is god's stamp of approval on jesus death for sinners if jesus had not been raised from the dead if he had not been raised from the dead we would still be dead in our sins death would still have power over us we would have no hope for eternal life but jesus is alive he was bodily raised from the dead, never to die again. Therefore, if we believe Him, we are forgiven. The guilt of our sin is washed away forever. Sin and death have been defeated, and we are no longer enslaved to sin. And In fact, He's the firstfruits from the dead, meaning that if we live by faith in Jesus now, we too are promised to live forever in His presence with glorified bodies. Jesus tells us in John 11, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. And everyone who lives and believes in me shall never die. So we, we know that when Jesus comes again, if we're still living when He comes, He will take us to be with Him forever. If we physically die before Jesus comes again, our bodies will return to dust in the ground, but our soul will immediately be in the presence of the Lord. That truth really brought me a lot of comfort as we just watched my dad die here recently. As we grieved his death, it was a comfort for us to to believe that truth that Paul taught absent from the body, and present with the Lord. That, that is a great hope. And First Thessalonians 4 teaches us that when Jesus comes again, he will bring with him those who have already died physically. Their bodies currently are in the grave, but their conscious souls are with Jesus in heaven. And when Jesus comes again, they too will receive glorified bodies and dwell with Jesus forever. Uh, You you can have that hope if you believe Jesus who died and was raised to life on the third day. And one final point tonight. You have hope because Jesus is king. Why do I say that? Let me ask. Where where is Jesus right now? Uh, we, We know he's alive. He's coming again. But where is he now? Well, the scriptures teach us that he is right now seated in a position of authority at the Father's right hand, and he's reigning as king. Today, as the gospel is preached, and as people repent and believe the death and resurrection of Jesus, people enter into his kingdom. You, you become a citizen of a heavenly king. You then live under his sweet authority, the the sweet authority of a righteous, all-powerful king, and you're protected by the king. He he leads you through life on this earth. He speaks into your life. He intercedes for you. He is constantly reminding the Father of the work he accomplished in his death and resurrection for you. He, He cares for you, like none other that that is why our lives can be filled with peace today even though we see all sorts of brokenness and evil in us and around us in the world so so think about that if we are a citizen of the kingdom of heaven now we can begin to experience now what we will experience fully when jesus comes again and that's Shalom, that's absolute whole well-being, it's peace with God. I, I will remember a lot of things about my dad, um, but I think what I will remember most about my dad is how he lived his life over these last years, and, and even how he died, even how he died. Um, when when he could no longer serve as a pastor or do construction or manage a restaurant or cut firewood or repair a car or mow grass or drive a 15 passenger van full of amish to new york city pulling a trailer full of organic vegetables to sell in the city or walk or exercise when when he could no longer do any of those things that he did all of his life, Dad was content and filled with peace because King Jesus was with him. Jesus was caring for him. Uh, Sometimes today, I think, it's easy to think elderly people should just die quickly. If you can't do the things you've always done, what, what use is there to living anyway? That's, that's what a lot of people think. I was told that this week as someone in the community, as they were comforting me with my dad's death. But I would argue when all of the activities are stripped away and, and all that remains is the peace and comfort that only Jesus can give you in your utter weakness, then living on this earth is really at its best. If it's Jesus that fills you with peace and contentment, that's when God is most glorified in you because you are most satisfied in Him. You're not satisfied because of activities or things that you want to do, and in, in utter weakness when you can do nothing else, if you experience contentment in the Lord, that is when God is most glorified. And that's an awesome opportunity. That was the testimony of my dad in his latter dying days that, that will stick with me. Um, so these, these that, what we've talked about here, tonight, these are just some of the reasons why we are instructed to proclaim the death of jesus that the death of jesus until he comes and my prayer is that you are trusting in jesus in his death and in his resurrection so that the guilt of your sin can be washed away so that you can be restored to god because that is when you will begin to experience what you will experience fully with Jesus forever. The goodness, the love, the peace of God. Let's pray together. Father, what an amazing thing it is to think about the good that you have accomplished through the death of your Son. We praise you and we thank you for the forgiveness of sin. We're thankful for your sweet authority, the sweet authority of Jesus that is at work in our life. We're thankful for your presence with us, comforting us, filling us with peace. Even though there's craziness all around in this world, in our own heart, we're thankful that what you give to us through Jesus is like nothing else that can be found anywhere else except in Jesus. So thank you for the peace that we have with you in Jesus. And thank you for the, the promise that, that Jesus is coming again and it will dwell in your presence forever. We, we're just a, a blessed people. We are richly blessed because Jesus died for us. Help us never to forget. Help us to make much of the death of Jesus, the resurrection of Jesus, because it's in Him that we have the promise of life. Thank you for all that you've done, all that you will do. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's